Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope that you're already in the Christmas spirit and that you're having a great Christmas season already. And as always, we're so glad that you came to Passion Church uh, to celebrate with us this morning. It's sure good to see you all. Uh, These are pretty incredible days. In fact, uh, this particular Sunday is a very special day for us us here at, at Passion Um, this is a special day, and yes, I'm going to teach the final lesson of the Elf Code today. So, so uh, Julie, I think I probably ought to do that now because I don't know that we're going to get anywhere else uh, unless I do. So, okay, okay. So, all right, kids, y'all want to join around, and we're going to uh, do the Elf Code. I'm going to take a seat right here, and I'm going to teach you the final uh, lesson of the Elf Code. All right, y'all take a seat. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Oh, okay, buddy. Uh, Okay, y'all, y'all go ahead and sit down if you want to, and then we'll, yeah, okay, I'm going to teach, uh, buddy, uh, buddy, um, I tell you what, I don't think this is going to work, buddy, I think, I think I got a better idea, come on, help me with this, buddy, uh, kids, we're going to move, all right, I'm going to move him out, and I'm going to give him this chair, because apparently he wants it more than I do, and so, buddy, this is specifically your chair, all right, kids, get around, buddy, up here, up here, and, and y'all turn around and face this way, this way, y'all, he's not teaching enough code, I'm teaching enough code, come, come over here, come over here, hey, y'all come over here, over here, and I'm, I'm going to get my notes, and then while, while I'm getting my notes, don't you think we probably ought to remind everybody what the elf code is? I think so, don't you think, buddy? Okay, all right, show them what the elf code is so they'll know. All right, so we're glad to have Buddy the Elf with us this morning, and uh, we've been walking through the Elf Code, and with his permission, we've kind of taken them out of order a little bit, and so we're in the last one. So, uh, Buddy, I'm going to tell him your life history real quick, all right? Buddy thought he was a, uh, an elf, but he was actually a human living at the North Pole because he uh, crawled into Santa's bag, and elves raise him until he... I'm sorry, buddy, becomes a miserable failure in the workshop. And so Santa finally tells him that he's a human and he needs to go to New York to find his father. But he goes there living according to the elf code. And so we've been talking about the elf code for the last couple of weeks. And with his permission, we're doing them out of order. Uh, And so this is elf code number three, buddy. Here we are, the last one. There is room for everyone on the nice list. Let's do that together. On the count of three, one, two, three, there's room for for everyone on the nice list. So here's the truth, right? We all want to be on the nice list, right? Don't y'all want to be on the nice list? Yeah, because you know at Christmas, only the people on the nice list are supposed to get gifts, right? In fact, if you're on the other list, you get coal in in your stocking. You don't get nice things, right? So you want to be on the nice list. But how many of you also know that the rest of the year, 
we want to spend our time with people who are on the nice list, right? Those are the kind of people we want to hang out. So uh, hang out with. But there's this scene in Buddy's life story that I remember when Santa informs him about his dad in New York. And he also informs him, here we go, hold on, buddy, I know this is painful, that his dad is on the naughty list. You remember? And, and Buddy was devastated. I mean, it, I don't know if you remember the scene, but Buddy did such a good uh, uh, job of portraying it, uh, and he was devastated. But uh, I need you to hold on to your hat, Buddy, because I got some, some more news for you this morning. And, and here it is. I want you to listen. Are you, are you listening? I'm going to read it to you. It's out of Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6. Here it is. We are all infected and impure with sin. And we put, when we put on our prized robes of righteousness, we find that we are all but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we fade, wither, and fall. And our sins, like the wind, sweep us away. Another version says this, Is there any hope for us? Can we be saved? We're all sin-infected, sin-contaminated. Our best efforts are like grease-stained rags. Then in the New Testament, Romans chapter 3, verse 9 through 12 says this, So where does, it put, where does that put us? Do we Jews get a better break than the others? Not really. Basically, all of us, whether insiders or outsiders, start out in identical condition, which is to say that we all start out as sinners. So, scriptures leave no doubt about it. There's nobody living right, not even one. Nobody who knows the score. Nobody alert for God. They've all taken the wrong turn. They've all wandered down blind alleys. No one's living right. I can't find a single one. And then in verse 23, the writer of Romans drives that truth home and he says this. He says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So here's the news. Bad news first, buddy. Bad news folks. first, folks. Here it is. We're all on the naughty list. Everybody. All of us. In fact, nobody gets special permission or a special free pass. It doesn't matter uh, how righteous or good you think you are in yourself. None of us are on the nice list to start out with. We're all on the naughty list. We're born that way. And, and so, so nobody gets special privileges. Nobody gets special exemptions. Doesn't matter what your last name is. Doesn't matter how uh, great your family is. Doesn't matter how great of a job you have. Doesn't matter what school or degrees you may have. We all start on the naughty list. And that is a painful truth that nobody gets that free pass. No special circumstances for anybody. We're all on the naughty list. But fortunately, that's also what makes the, the message of Christmas so incredibly important and so incredibly powerful because here's the good news. Jesus arrives on the scene. And you go, well, how does that help? What does that do? How does that even change the fact that we're on the, on, the naughty li- on the naughty list? Here it is. I want you to listen to what happens at his birth. In Matthew chapter 1, beginning in verse 18, it says this. The birth of Jesus took place like this. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. And before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know that. So Joseph, chagrined but noble, determined to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. And while he was trying to figure a way out, he had a dream. And God's angel spoke in the dream, Joseph, son of David, 
don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth. And when she does, you, Joseph, will name him, listen to this, Jesus, God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. Did you hear that last phrase? He will save his people from their sins. In, from their sins. In fact, uh, his name is a clue. The, the version I read to you says that his name means God saved, but we also that know that Jesus' name literally means to deliver or to rescue. That's, that's what his name means. And, and he was given another name. Do you remember what it was? Emmanuel. God with us. God with skin on. So that he could come into our lives and take us from the naughty list to the nice list. He is the one. His, with his help. He is the only way that we can move from the naughty list to the nice list. The writer of Romans makes it clear that we're on the naughty list, but he also makes it abundantly clear that it is through Jesus that we have a chance to be on the nice list. Let me read, since I read to you what he says about the fact that we're all on the naughty list, let me tell you what he says about getting onto the nice list. Romans chapter 3, uh, beginning of verse 25, he says this, God sacrificed Jesus on the altar of the, of the world to clear that world of sin. Having faith in him sets us in the clear. God decided on this course of action in full view of public to set the world in the clear with himself through the sacrifice of Jesus, finally taking care of the sins he had so patiently endured. This is not only clear, but it is now. This is current history. God sets things right. He also makes it possible for us to live in his Rightness. Did you hear that? It says that this is current news. That this is what was good for that day is good for this day. What made it possible for people to move from the naughty list to the nice list on that day is still current news for this day. That it is through Christ Jesus and the sacrifice that he made on the cross that we had the ability to move from the naughty list to the nice list. It is possible for us to live, check this out, in his rightness. None of us are able to, to live up. The Bible says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. So we can't measure up to his rightness. But through Christ and the sacrifice that he made, we have this ability now to take on his rightness or his righteousness so that when the Father looks at us, he sees his Son. And we move from the naughty list to the nice list. That's the good news today. You can get on the nice list. But that's also where there is a rub. There's an issue. And that is this. Just because there's room on the nice list doesn't mean we are on it. Uh, uh, just because there is a room doesn't mean we've taken care or taken advantage of the vacancy. How many of you have ever driven past a motel and there's a sign that says vacancy? Just because there's a vacancy doesn't mean you, you're, you, that, that, that you have a room, right? You've got to go in and take care of that. You've got you've to access or take advantage of that vacancy. And, and I want you to understand this morning that Jesus has done all he can do. Jesus took full, the full burden of sin on his life and on, on, on him so that we wouldn't have to suffer. He's done all he can do. 
He, he made all the sacrifice that he could made, he make. He made the provision. He made the room for us on the list. But many of you uh, understand it like this. Let me see if I can help you. How many of you have ever watched on TV where um, there's somebody standing on the edge of a bridge and they're about to jump off? Seen that? You know, all the good movies have one of those kind of scenes. And have you seen in those movies, or maybe you watched it live on, on the news, there's somebody about to jump off the bridge, and so the, the emergency responders show up, and they want to get them off the edge, right? And, and, and they're talking to them, and they're trying to convince them, don't do it, don't do it. But how many of you know a lot of times what we, what we witness or what we see in these shows is that the emergency responders have to sneak up on them, right? And they, like, right at the last second, they jump out and grab them, right? And they keep them from jumping, and the person that wanted to jump is like fighting and resisting. I wonder how many of us are resisting rescue. Just because there's room on the nice list doesn't mean we're on the nice list. And a lot of us resist rescue. And a lot of us fight freedom. And a lot of us know about what Jesus did. And we've heard all of our lives. Maybe you've been in church all of your life. Uh, statistically right now, uh, the researchers are saying that 50% of the people that attend church on a regular basis have never given their life to Jesus. That means even though there's room on the nice list, doesn't mean they're on the nice list. Just because you, you darken the doors of a church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday does not mean you've taken advantage of the provision that has been made. There is room on the nice list, but you've got to do your part. See, that's what I want you to hear this morning is this. We must participate in our own rescue. We have a part to play. Jesus did the heavy lifting. He did the hard work. He paid the high price by dying on the cross. He made room for us. He did. But we must do our part. And here's our part. We must call on His name. That is our responsibility. Uh, we, we are on the naughty list. Jesus knew it. He didn't want us to end up on the naughty list. He wanted us to join him on the nice list. So he did everything he could do. But he left one part to us. We have to ask. We have to recognize our own condition. We have to recognize that even though everybody at work says, man, they're a great guy. They're a great gal. Even because we won the most popular student in our school and we can pull out the yearbook and show everybody, we have to recognize our own spiritual condition and say, you know what? We're on the naughty list. And then we have to go one step further. We have to ask for help. See, uh, what, what we discovered is this, is that the same writer in Romans tells us in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 how to get to the nice list. He makes it very simple. Here's what he says in verse 9. He says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In buddy language, elf code language, you will be on the nice list. He goes on and he says, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and you are saved. And then in verse 13 he says this, Those that call on the name of the Lord will. It's guaranteed. There's plenty of room on the nice list. It's guaranteed. Those that call on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's the good news this morning. So the good news is that there is indeed room for everyone on the nice list. There is plenty of grace. There is plenty of mercy. There's plenty of forgiveness. Jesus made provision for everyone. There's nobody beyond reach. There's nobody outside of His capacity of grace. There's nobody that's so far gone they can't be loved and can't be forgiven. But 
every one of us has to come to the place where we participate in our own rescue and we say, you know what, Jesus? I'll take advantage of this opportunity and accept you and ask you to move me from the naughty list to the nice list. We must ask. We must participate. We must call on his name. So, buddy, the bad news this morning, everybody's naughty. The good news is that Jesus made it possible for us all to be saved. I want us to do this. Would you bow your head and close your eyes this morning? No one looking around except my prayer team. We don't want to embarrass you. We simply want to pray intelligently this morning. We want to make it possible, give you the opportunity. Maybe you've heard something similar to this hundreds and hundreds of times, but this morning you recognize that you're still on the naughty list and that you need to move to the nice list. And the requirement there is simply this. You ask. You come to this moment like we're coming to right now where in your own heart you say, Jesus, I believe that you came and you died on a cross. You rose again on the third day for the sole purpose of saving me, helping me. I just want to encourage you this morning with nobody looking around. I want to encourage you to participate in your own rescue. And you do that by simply asking if you're here this morning and you say, Steve, that's me. I need to ask Jesus to help me. I need Jesus to save me. I need Jesus to, to free me from my sins. That's me. Would you just slip up your hand? You can pull it right back down. Yeah, there's two. Anyone else? Anyone else who would say, that's me. That's, that's what I need this morning. Let's pray this together. Would you pray this out loud with me? Uh, you say, well, Steve, I'm already on the nice list. Good, then you can help somebody else get on the nice list this morning. Let's pray. Dear Jesus... Thank you for making provision, for suffering on the cross, for dying for my sins. Thank you for making room for me. Now I ask you to set me free. I ask you to save me. I ask you to make me right. Give me relationship with the Father. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I worship you, Jesus, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer according to what the writer says, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, instantly you're saved. You're set free. You're part of the family. Welcome to the nice list. Come on, tell your neighbor. Give him a hand. Tell, touch your neighbor right now. Say, welcome to the nice list. Hey, welcome to the nice list, buddy. I'm glad you're here. All right. So would you guys sing with us this morning? And let's celebrate what God is doing today. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.